Hello, people. Here's your weekly reminder that if you enjoy Podcasts Are Wonderful, please consider donating on Patreon. Just go to donate2pod.win to see our subscription tiers. $5 or more gets you access to all of the premium episodes. Welcome to Podcasts Are Wonderful, episode 182. Uh, my name is Greggy Hoxteller, as always. That's always been my name, and it always will be because I'm never changing it no matter what. Uh, I've, I've seen a lot of a lot of people have been tweeting at me lately, like, Greggy, please change your name. I'm so sick of it. Like, I don't even understand that. How do you get bored of someone else's name? <laughs> Knock it off, you guys. You're thinking about my name too much. Um, but I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to succumb to peer pressure. I'm going to stay me. Uh, and this week, I'm going to be talking about the Ben Schwartz Wine Podcast. It's called The Wine Down. Uh, we're going to talk about episode one with Ben Schwartz and Scott Ackerman. Before, but before we get to that, I thought to myself, if we're having a, uh, if we're going to be talking about a wine podcast, why don't we drink a bunch of wine? We do a wine taste test. And so I've got a, an expert here, a tasting expert, um, Dr. Bepsi Brockhampton. Uh, Bepsi, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, you're the head of soda studies at MIT, right? That is correct. Um, why do you like wine so much? Because we're going to be talking about wine, aren't we? What? Yeah, because we, we listen to the wine podcast. You listen to it, right? I I know I yeah I listened um to the podcast but I I did not know we were talking about wine. I exclusively drink sodas. Oh, do you even drink water ever? There's water in soda. <laughs> True. Um like when you're brushing your teeth, do you rinse your mouth out with like seltzer or No, no, no. I've had uh I I have like you know those fountain drink taps, those like magical uh Coca-Cola machines. Mm -hmm. Uh that is the plumbing in my house. (laughs) That's cool. Uh yeah, so you're just gonna be drinking soda while I drink wine, I guess. I I yeah, yeah, I'm I thought I thought this was all about the great new flavors of Diet Coke. Oh, yeah, you did mention those a lot in the emails that we put back and forth. I just assumed that was like something you wanted to talk about or something. I didn't realize that was for the podcast. Greg, I've been working on these flavors for the past 15 years. This is my life's work. Oh, geez. Okay. Well, here's what we'll do. Okay, I'll cut all this part out. And what we'll do is... I'll still taste my wine, but I'll pretend like it's Diet Coke that I'm drinking. And uh, nobody will be able to tell, and I'll pretend like I can taste all these flavors. You'll have to, like, lead a little bit, like, what each one is supposed to taste like. But uh, we'll figure sure. it out. Absolutely. No problem. Okay, so this week we're doing a Diet Coke taste test. And uh, I've got Dr. Bepsi Brockhampton from uh, MIT here. Uh, and I've also got... The star of Ace Ventura Pet Detective, Dan Marino. Dan, welcome to the show. 
Uh, well, hi, Greggy. Hi, uh, Bep, Beps, Beptus, Bepus? <laughs> sure, that's what my mom calls me. All right. Well, whatever. Good to, good to know you. Um, yeah, uh, I really don't like to talk about Ace Ventura. Uh, <laughs> not, you know, it's fine. It was fun, but uh, I'm... I got other other ventures now. I've moved on from that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, how about football then? Do you want to talk about the Miami Dolphins and your great career playing football? Eh, I mean, we, we can. I <laughs> I don't. I mean, I retired a long time ago. Uh, I feel like I've said most of what I have to say about that. But uh, I mean, it was good. I. I really am shocked to learn all of this stuff about concussions mm. and how it makes people's brains not do good. <laughs> uh, but I'm happy that I seem to have escaped most of those consequences. Um, but I'm not really sure why you brought me on to talk about a wine podcast. No? Well... The, when when I spoke to your publicist, they were the one that w- wanted to get you on. I think uh, I think they talked uh, you into it. I know what this is. They those publicists always think they know what's best. Um, I technically do ha- own a winery, mm. uh, but I wish they would just. I, I inherited it. I hate wine. Um, I don't really know much about it. I tried to drink and eat healthy foods. <laughs> um, so, uh, I mean, I, I guess I, I know a little bit. I grew up on a winery. This is my family winery, but uh, I hate this stuff. Oh. Do you like the grapes? No. Like, imagine, like, you grow up in a slaughterhouse and turn you into a vegetarian. <laughs> I grew up around grapes. That That's what drove me to football. I was throwing those fucking grapes. <laughs> I was just trying to get them as far away from me as I could. And thankfully, I was able to parlay that into throwing something else pretty far. Uh, some would say very far. That's amazing. How do you feel about Diet Coke? Uh, it's good, basic, one flavor. I like it. <laughs> Checks out. Okay, great. So we've got an array of Diet Cokes here. Um, what, what are the different flavors that are out now, Pepsi? Great question. So, for a long time, really since the childhood of most of the people listening to this podcast, we've only had Diet Coke. But now, we have so many new ways to experience Diet Coke. You still have your classic Diet Coke, but you also have a feisty cherry if you're feeling a little randy. You have ginger lime if you like that little sushi kick with your soda. You have zesty blood orange. And finally, possibly my favorite, Twisted Mango. <laughs> Are you? Do you consider yourself kind of a twisted guy? A little bit. A little bit. Have you ever noticed how your first name kind of rhymes with the word Pepsi, like the other brand of soda? <sighs> um... <laughs> So, look, I know I don't have a publicist. I'm not like a former non-Super Bowl winning NFL quarterback. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that was on my writer to not talk about. Uh, oh. I've talked to my parents about it. I've tried to change it. The court will not let me. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Now that you're an adult. Wait, you're an adult, right? You're over the age of 18? Oh, yes. Hmm. I 
my my parents still have legal guardianship. <laughs> oh no. And you're a professor at MIT. I don't understand that. That is so crazy. I'm kind of a one-dimensional guy. Um, oh, okay. I'm very talented. Quickly interject uh-huh. that I, being fair, you are just as much of a non-Super Bowl winner as I am. <laughs> I mean, he's got you there. You he's like, got you there. There's like one level of not winning Super Bowls, and we're all equal at it. <laughs> Uh, uh that, that that's a fair point i i, I apologize who you gotta be careful around dan man he, he, <laughs> he'll take you out of the knees i tell um, you what it's like a tanya harding over there but i'm ready to get started on these uh diet cokes well i i just wanted to say you know just you know i'm gonna cut this part out but um since we talked about we listened to this wine podcast i was like I'm going to have me some good wine. I want a good wine and I want a lot of it. So what I did was I went to Walgreens and I got a, a Liberty Creek Cabernet Sauvignon from California. Now this, um, usually $9.99, this ran me $6.49 this week. Um, it is on sale for 1.5 liters of wine. Uh, it's a big bottle. I should probably take a picture of this for the, the podcast. Um <laughs> <laughs> now if, if we were talking about a soda this would be almost a two liter um this bottle is so large wait so can you help me understand uh my only knowledge is things come in liters two liters uh, 12 ounces and maybe some iterate so there's like different volumes of liquid <laughs> <laughs> yes that's true oh huh I think that most wine is sold as 750 milliliters. Yeah, that's right. So this is like a double bottle. Nice. Okay. Well, that's, that's <laughs> fair enough. So yeah, so <laughs> the single bottles of this would have cost uh, $3.25. <laughs> so that's a value. This bottle does not mention like what year it was made on it at all. That's so a good I year, assume, though. <laughs> yeah. I assume it was like 10 minutes after it arrived at Walgreens or something. Um, well, I hope when you drink about, uh, dr- I hope when you drink that wine, that you spare a thought for the poor kid who's got to stomp those grapes, <laughs> and his dad is like, "You keep stomping those grapes," and you're just like, "No, I want to go play with my friends." All right, Dan. Jeez, um, it's always a downer with this guy. <laughs> I now realize after talking to him for you know five minutes. Well, just you've picked a topic that I have a lot of <laughs> negative thoughts about. So, sorry. Dan, what do you think about people that are like uh, hand egg or whatever instead of football? Or if like people make jokes about sports ball or something when the Super Bowl's on? Oh, I don't care. They're, they're just making themselves feel better about being nerds. Um, <laughs> and I'm, you know, 60 years old and I can still kick their butts. So I don't really sweat it. Ooh, do you kick a lot of people's butts? No, I just like to think about how I could kick their butts, and mm. that gets me most of the way to where I need to be. So is it a lot like uh, in that Sherlock Holmes movie where you're like calculating what you would do, and it's like you don't even need to do the fight because you already have figured it out in your head? Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's pretty close. If it comes to the worst, I could probably just push somebody over, most of the <laughs> you know, nerds, but I do like to think about like, okay, well, if I took this fork i could throw it through this guy's head and ricochet off the wall and kill his wife <laughs> you know it's 
I, I wouldn't do any of that stuff. You know, oh, like no. I'm a, I'm a good citizen and a nonviolent person generally, but you know, it's a, it's a, it's a consolation to think about when people are running their mouth. And this definitely had, doesn't have anything to do with concussions <laughs> and fits of violence or anything like that. I don't think so. I think it's really my understanding is it's really only bad if you've had like 150 to 200 concussions, and mm, I okay. I swear I only had at most 145 concussions. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so let me crack open this diet coke I've got here. Mm, does it have a cork or what is it? Oh yeah, it's a cork. Yeah, no, there's just a little. Uh, there there should be like either a metal tab or a, a, a plastic twist. Yeah, my um, one is weird. It's got a cork in it. Here we go. Okay, well, I mean, that's some of the like the the earlier vintages of, of Diet Coke did have a cork when it was first bottled in 1982. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, first of all, which one were we going to start with? You, or uh, <laughs> Pepsi? I'm sorry. <laughs> sure. Uh, um, so we were we were going to start with Diet Coke, just the original, so that we could have a, like a baseline of flavor, so that you know the general experience of Diet Coke because mm-hmm. it's it's one of the the you know, the, the main beverages of the Coca-Cola franchise. And so it's very, very important that we know this is the standard Coke experience that then we can build off of and we can play with because there's so many fun and interesting flavors involved in Diet Coke. It's like an elemental flavor, you know, it's like you got salty, bitter, um, sweet, you got, uh, umami, and then you got Diet Mm -hmm. Coke. Absolutely. That's, that's exactly right. I, you're, you're an expert already in tasting Diet Coke. You know, it's, it, it is the undiscovered flavor for so long. And now it, we, we have tapped it and refined it and improved it. I've had Diet Coke before, too. I mean, I, I know what you guys are talking about. It's, it's, it tastes like Coke, just a little bit worse. Right? That's the one you're thinking of? Dan, I would say I didn't insult your job, but I've very recently done that. <laughs> but still, let's, let's keep it civil. I'm just I'm trying to describe the flavor. We're talking about the baseline flavor. You imagine Coke, which tastes good, and Diet Coke tastes like that, only not quite as good. That's that's our starting point. Okay. Well, I, I hear you. So as a professional Diet Coke manufacturer, creator, inventor, let me walk you through a little bit of the tasting process because I, I hear you, and maybe you're a little bit of a Diet Coke novice. Yeah, I'm going to drink my Diet Coke while you're saying that. Okay, go right ahead. Please do. So, so there, there's a couple different uh, points to note. So, so first take your, are, so are you drinking it out of a glass? That's the preferred way. If you can take it and pour it into a glass, not too much foam, just a little bit. Okay. You, you're, Ooh. you're getting ahead of me there. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> um, so, so the first thing we want to do is, is get on the nose. So just bury your nose in that cup and just really smell like what, what kind of flavors do you get? It's kind of a gasoline kind of. Yeah, I just have an empty cup because I didn't know we were going to be doing Diet Coke. Um, so I got my nose in the cup, but it, you know, it smells like my nose. Really. <laughs> okay, fine. So, uh, so as I'm smelling this Diet Coke, this is uh, this this is the most recent iteration. So this is a 2018, and it's mm. it's preferred to drink fresh. You can cellar it a little bit if you want, but like after two or three years, it really. Um, it, it turns into poison, so please don't. But on the nose, you get that scent of, of a new toy. Remember your childhood, how excited you were about opening up a new toy. Imagine that smell, that, that plastic waft coming into your nose. Or if you're a little bit older, imagine 
imagine you're opening your Casper mattress and that, that uh, aroma filling your nostrils. That's, that's what we want you to smell. Freshly mm. unpacked styrofoam. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. How about you, Dan? Did you ever get any toys as a child or was it all grape stomping? No, it was all grapes and vineyards and cutting. I got a, a pair of hand pruners. <laughs> that was probably the best present I got. I pretended, you know, it looks kind of like legs if you stand it up and you can pretend it's a little guy. Mm. So that was like your action figure. Yeah, I put a little grape on the top and you know, <laughs> stuck it on the top like a head. Yeah. But no, I mean I did I had one guy. Like, what's he gonna do? Ooh, man, you drink that Diet Coke fast, it goes right to your head. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so as you as you drink it, you really want to like let it linger on your tongue. Don't swallow mm. it too quick. Let it kind of like work it around your mouth. Almost you're chewing it a little bit. And 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 as you chew it, you can taste those chemically sweetened bubbles, those little bitty pops of aspartame in your mouth. Like, can you, can you, can you guys um, at least imagine that from when you might have had Diet Coke at some point in your life? Here, I'll give it a try. Here we go. Okay, sure. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You really want to have that linger on your tongue for a while. <laughs> oh, that's good shit. <laughs> Is it anything like smelling salts? Because that's something that I'm really just kind of doing this as a mental exercise because, as I said, I, I only have an empty cup in front of me. But that's a strong smell that I certainly remember. Sure. Actually, well, okay. So actually, we're on the, we're on the tongue right now. But yes, in the smell, it is a little bit like smelling salts. Now, and this is a little industry secret. And Greg, oh, can I put you put them please? on my tongue before? <laughs> And that smelling salts in particular you put on your tongue? Yeah. Like, why, why did was, you do that? It, hazing. It's a sports thing. I don't, uh, okay. I don't know. Um, Greggy, if you can if you can cut this part out of the podcast, that is actually uh, one of our secret ingredients. Is um, oh. it's, it's but it's it's just a touch. It's too much. You might pass out when you open the bottle. Okay. Now too little. You don't get that signature Diet Coke kick. Betsy, so now you've actually caught my attention because <laughs> I like the smelling salts, if I'm being totally honest. <laughs> Betsy, you're this off the record the, right in now. the new flavor? Well, this, this – I mean – well, we'll get to the new flavors. If, if you like smelling salts, just you wait because you'll love the new flavors. Okay. Well, now, now I'm, I'm interested. Okay. Yeah. Well, now- wait. Like I was saying, we're off the, the record right now. I, I wanted to ask you. Oh, sure. You yeah. know, it's called Diet Coke. Cocaine, right? Like Coke has a little bit of uh, the coca in it, right? Uh, does Diet Coke also have that? I, what we do is we take the cocaine and we cut it up with uh, stevia mm-hmm. uh, and then we put it in there. So that way it's a lower calorie. Oh, yeah. Plus you, you take that stevia, you put it in a blender with some water. And uh, you blend that for like 30 seconds or so. That's like the fountain of youth, baby. You're going to be, you know, that'll cure cancer. That'll cure anything. So if this drink is made of cocaine and smelling salts, it sounds like maybe I invented it back when I was playing in Miami. I think maybe, uh, you know, I should be getting some royalties here. Somebody (laughs) was like reading my notebook or something because, yeah, this is bringing back memories. 
No, come on, Dan. You didn't like make a drink. Like you didn't bottle it or anything. Yeah, some like caramel and a little bit of, you know, cranberry flavor, some sparkling water, smelling salts and cocaine, and we would drink that before every game. Hmm. Yeah, Greggy, or sorry, Mar- uh, uh, Dan, uh, that's called the 80s. Everybody was doing it. And your drink was invented in the early, okay, yeah, okay, well, my lawyers will, you know, we'll, we'll talk more later. Sure. <laughs> uh, so, Pepsi, what is this next flavor we've got here? I, we've get, we've had the old stuff. I want to talk about this new stuff we've got. Sure, sure, sure. Well, and again... I'm super, super excited. Dan, especially, I think you're going to like that. Okay, so now the fiery cherry, same process. This one is good for me because I'm always horny. (laughs) Yes. So there's going to be some fun things. I'll tell you a few secrets off the air here in a minute. Mm. So on the nose, um, it's like cherry Coke that makes you sneeze. Oh, yeah. Let me smell this. It really opens up your sinuses. Hmm. Oh yeah, that definitely opens up your sinuses. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. Dan, what do you what do you think of the smell? Oh, excuse me, sorry. <coughs> <coughs> okay, sorry about that. What? Ooh, the smell of that feisty cherry diet coke hit hit Dan pretty hard. That's not an inaccurate experience. Some of like <laughs> the the more recently initiated into the flavor. Uh, it really kind of sneaks up on you. It's like you're smelling cherry Coke and then being assaulted, which is a really exciting experience for a new drinker. <laughs> so is the name of this based around the urban legend that Diet Coke can be used as a spermicide? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, is this on the record or off the record? <laughs> well, I'm looking on Snopes right now, and it says that it's not actually that effective of a spermicide, so I wouldn't go making any, you know, overly grandiose claims or you got a lawsuit on your hands. It is, it is the official position of Coca-Cola as a company that there is only one orifice in which our product should go in and one orifice it should go out. If it goes in or out in the other orifices, this is a user error. Hmm. It, is it the butt? <laughs> the butt's the one that's not involved in it. Wink. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think pretty much anything can be used as a spermicide, really. Like, sperms are not very strong. No, that's true. I mean, Dan I guess, bar- like, barely has to even think them. about how he would beat up a sperm. <laughs> Yeah, no, almost anything. I just like step on it, smack <laughs> it with a hammer. <laughs> Greg, Greg, is that a, is that is that cherry coke getting to you? Oh that, yeah, let that, me, that fiery cherry. It can, let it me can, taste it can make this you a stuff. Funny. Let me taste. Yeah, this so stuff. so this, this is a really exciting one. Kind of, I can I can let you behind the scenes a little bit. There was one time uh, that I was drinking a cherry coke. And then I just ate a handful of habanero peppers, and I was like, this is it, guys. This is the next thing. So, spicy cherry is just cherry Coke with a shit ton of peppers in it. (laughs) It's got peppers in it? Yes. Oh, it's It's kind of got that hot flavor to it, right? Yeah, it's it's very abrasive. Hmm. 
How about that urban legend where if you put a tooth in a in a coke, it'll like dissolve? Does that happen yes, with feisty cherry? Oh. <laughs> that's that that is by design. Absolutely. Is that in uh, coordination with the dentists' union? Uh, giving you kickbacks. We, look, all I'm gonna say is that the tooth fairy kind of did me dirty as a kid, and as a result, she ain't getting in her teeth. <laughs> <laughs> do you have anything to do with uh, Coke, Bebzy, or is it only Diet Coke? It's the same company, well, right? <laughs> yes, it is the same company. They won't let me touch Coke. <laughs> when, when I when I was uh, booking this one, for some reason I thought you were just a general soda scientist. I didn't realize like you were from the the marketing arm of Diet Coke. Well, it's not just the marketing arm, right? Like it it, it is the marketing arm. I am the marketing arm, but at the oh, same wow. time, like I'm the inventor of these flavors. Like this is. This is my life's work, as I told you. Like for for the past fifteen years, I've been working and refining and and trying to get these flavors pitched out to Coke. And finally, enough of my bosses died so that I could make these decisions. They used to call me the marketing arm because of my <laughs> sponsorships. What was your best sponsorship you had, Dan? Uh, it was probably for cars. <laughs> <laughs> Check out cars, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I mean, brought to you, you by Dan Marino. Everyone is driving them now, and way more than there used to be. And I like to think that a little part of that is because of me. <laughs> yeah, it's like you see more cars. Like every day, there's more and more cars. Yeah, and it's all thanks to Dan. Uh, people barely even knew about cars in the early '80s. Dan, do you ever feel like you're not as funny as your brother Ken? <laughs> Did you guys have like arguments or anything as kids? He's a lot younger than me, so we didn't interact a ton. Um, and he pretty much shipped off straight into the military out of high school. So <laughs> okay. we got along fine now. He's he's a bit of a smart ass. I like to, you know, imagine maybe, you know, throwing something through his body. <laughs> but I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't do it. Like a football just straight through his torso. I don't throw footballs anymore, but you know, something <laughs> like, like the, the same sort of size and shape, maybe. I was thinking like a fondue fork or oh, uh, one of those, um, uh, uh, what's it? The yerba mate straws, the metal straws. Mm. I feel, I think I could throw one of those through his body. Uh, what do you think about metal straws, Pepsi? <laughs> Are those good for uh, drinking Diet Coke with? I mean, preferably. And one, it's drinker's choice. Whatever the drinker wants to do, mm. that's fine. But so long as it, you know, you're not using it as a spermicide. I, yeah, don't, don't drop a men, don't drop any Mentos in there. The freaking thing will explode. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he got you, Betsy. He fucked you up. I mean, here. maybe we shouldn't put that out there because, like, <laughs> don't uh, kill oh, anybody. Yeah. But. Oh yeah, I hope ISIS is not listening. <laughs> Damn it, Dan. <laughs> We've been trying to keep this under wraps. Okay. So, is what is the this? Mentos scientist your enemy? <laughs> is Loki Thor's enemy in a way, but like it's more just like a prankster. It's not really an enemy. We could take him. Which one are you in this scenario? Are you Thor or Loki, Pepsi? Obviously, I'm Thor. Oh, cool. Oh, good. <laughs> Wait, that was that wasn't that wasn't clear. 
I just wasn't sure. I'm just glad I'm not on a phone call with Loki. <laughs> Uh, so what is it? What is this next Diet Coke we've got here? Sure. Okay. So imagine yourself in a grocery store. What's one of the best things that you can buy in a grocery store? Mm, batteries. <laughs> close. Um, cornmeal. Also close, but but very wrong. Mm. Sushi. There's no better place on earth to get great authentic sushi than at your local grocery store. And so what we've done here was we've taken the great taste of Diet Coke and that smell when you pop open that plastic lid, you just breathe it in and it smells like that great ginger wasabi uh, fishy smell. And that's what we've captured in our new ginger lime Diet Coke. My favorite part of the sushi is that little uh, sheet of uh, grass they give you. <laughs> Dan, you're not, you're not supposed to eat that. What do you Dan, mean? That's not that's that's not food. It's a palate, palate cleanser. I mean, you're right in that way, but it's it's also just not food. What do you mean? It's grass. Cows eat grass. <sighs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you don't have to be a dick about it. You just concede that you lost the argument. Uh, I, I agree to disagree. It smells kind of cummy in a way. <laughs> I mean, that's relative. It just depends on what you've been eating. <laughs> it's weird. It kind of smells cummy where I am, and I don't even have anything in my glass. <laughs> well, <I've, laughs> after you get done with that feisty cherry, <laughs> it smells cummy wherever you are. <laughs> oh, this is the most times cum has been said on podcasts. <laughs> Uh, I gotta taste this stuff. This smells so good. No, please do. So. (laughs) And, like, and there there is. I do want to. I do want to take, like, a a brief bit of umbrage with uh, the the journalistic rag, pace.com, who said. The ginger lime is like we forgot to flavor the soda. Oh. They said it's almost like we tried to make a Diet Coke and didn't even flavor the Diet Coke at all. Like it tastes like nothing. And that's not true at all. It tastes kind of like Diet Coke, but a little bit spicy. I think it tastes great. It tastes like somebody's been eating pineapple. Now, Greggy, I have to ask, mm-hmm. did you come in your glass? <laughs> no, I mean, I washed it after. <laughs> I mean, fair. Okay, just as, as, as long as we're dealing with, like, clean, unsullied, uh, you know, drinking vessels. Dan, what's it like in a freaking locker room, dude? It's pretty fun. Um, a lot of naked dudes. Um talk about girls snapping towels yeah you ever snap uh, anybody's butt with a towel oh yeah every day oh we did just line up and take turns <laughs> snapping each other's butts can you snap your own butt with a towel is that possible oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well i mean sometimes like there's nobody there in the shower you got to snap your own butt with a towel <laughs> like if you're staying late like watching film or whatever you want to get a late shower in like you know, I could call up an equipment manager to do it, but <laughs> simplest things just snap your own butt. 
<laughs> yeah, once you're used to it, it's like the t- the shower isn't complete until you got your butt snapped. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, it's, I, I'll grant you, yes, a lot of top, top athletes are very superstitious, but, I mean, honestly, it just makes the shower better. Ooh, this Diet Coke, I don't know if it's agreeing with my tummy. Well, I... I mean, we are we are drinking a lot of it, <laughs> right? Um, and yeah, there, maybe I should have just taken sip. <laughs> of each of these. Now, 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 because of because of the just really really high volumes of cocaine, like you are you are <laughs> eating along with this, right? And kind of like running in place because that's the, I feel like that's the best way to process it. Mm. No, I've I've just been sitting down and podcasting so far. Oh, Whew. Okay. Well, after after this record, you might want to go for like a just a slight jog of you know ten twenty miles. <laughs> so, what inspired you to make ginger diet coke? I mean, besides the supermarket, you know, thing that you were talking about. So, we really wanted to just really blow up in Asia, right? Like, and so the the way that we went about that is we were like, what are flavors in Asian things? And it was ginger and lime, so that mm. that was the extent of the R and D, actually. Um, <laughs> so it was just kind of like stereotyping. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. the The special bottle for the ginger lime with the rice patty hat was rejected <laughs> immediately because oh, that was no. deemed super racist. Yeah, which, Betsy, in hindsight, that's not was. even the kind that likes ginger and lime. <laughs> Betsy, you fucked up, dude. <laughs> Look, I've been locked in a lab in MIT for the past 15 years. I've met like three Asian people. I've also only met like six people total. So like <laughs> I, I legitimately didn't know. Well, the execs at Coke said you had to come up with five flavors or whatever, right? So it was like the, one yeah. of them kind of got written in a little bit. And it was... <sighs> The ginger and lime. Be, be honest, please. I mean, look, like when you try new things, you innovate. That Sometimes there's a high fail rate, you know? So like our chocolate coconut, it tasted <laughs> like hot garbage. It was not not good at all. We were we were going to go for one that was like really getting into that real like Texas heartland, you know, the heartbeat of America one. And the beef flavored Diet Coke actually was toxic. We could, we cannot sell that except for to the military. Have you considered a grape flavored Diet Coke? <laughs> oh, you would hate that. Why are you suggesting it, Dan? Well, I I'm thinking about it, and I like the the, the smelling salts. I like the cocaine, and my dad tried to stick it to me by leaving me the damn vineyard, and nothing would give me greater pleasure than to retool the whole place to grow grapes for Diet Coke. And huh. completely stop selling wine. <laughs> Do you actually put any ginger or cherry juice or anything in any of these? No. I mean, it's, it's again, it's mostly cocaine. <laughs> but with the fun thing about cocaine is it's a, you, you can act, well, okay. <sighs> Remember when I said it was stevia? It's not stevia, it's pixie sticks. It's cocaine and pixie sticks. And that's how we get the flavors. So, yeah. Busted. <laughs> I heard you almost got fired for the Nashville hot chicken coke. 
Actually, that's that's where the the feisty cherry came from because the uh, <laughs> the Nashville hot chicken one. Uh, when you opened it, you did go blind, <laughs> and so what we did is we just really dialed back that recipe. So it was like you just took out the chicken, put in the cherry. I mean, you can't take out the chicken completely, right? <laughs> like again, there's just some baseline flavors that like you know both the raw chicken and the fried chicken skin bring to the to the process. That uh, uh, so it's not completely gone; it's just significantly diluted. Dan, what's your favorite stadium eats? You like some nachos? You like a dog? What do you think? <sighs> Probably a sausage patty. <laughs> Is that that's the thing they serve there? And they serve it to me. <laughs> yeah, I I'm guess when you're there, yeah. I just tell them <laughs> tell them what I want. They make it. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, I'm like, give me a sausage patty, and they're like, oh, yeah, all right. Okay, so what's this next Coke we got here? I mean, Diet Coke. Well, hopefully, if we do our job well, Diet Coke will become Coke. Uh, <laughs> so this next one, you probably remember from your childhood, uh, Fanta or orange soda. Mm-hmm. We wanted to really replicate that. And so what we did is we made uh, Fanta brown and <laughs> took out the sugar and then added just just the tiniest, tiniest hint of mace. See if you can smell that. See if you can taste that. Let it sit on your tongue. You'll get both the overwhelming orange soda flavor. I swear it was just, just a touch of me. Smelling it. I don't know if I can drink this one. <laughs> I don't know. I might well, be like, diet coked out. Well, okay. So, Dan, you've been in the locker room, right? Like, I'm sure you've been around, like, really hot, thick farts. <laughs> and you re- you, sure. you remember those fondly? Dan, what's your favorite fart? <laughs> I mean, all time. Living or dead. My favorite fart, you say? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. You you say that. I'm going to try to try to drink this Coke. <laughs> uh, I heard a bird fart one time. <laughs> we, we, we talking turkey or parakeet? <laughs> Yeah, we talking turkey. Oh, I don't know. It was just like a a pigeon or something. It was just <laughs> it, in a tree, and I, that's kind of stuff is cool to me because animals are just around us, and you never think of them doing dumb stuff or like messing up or doing something embarrassing. No, uh, wait a second. So it's just kind of cool to you know the, they're like us. This fart did it sound like tweet tweet tweet? Because <laughs> I think that's just I mean, the sound a bird makes. No. Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, yeah, yes, it did. It kind of sounded like that, but I was pretty sure that it farted. And I told everyone around me that the bird farted and nobody (laughs) disagreed. I mean, they were like, yeah, man. Yeah, Dan, that's awesome. The bird farted. So (laughs) I feel like somebody would have, these are my friends. Somebody would have told me if, if I, no, I'm pretty sure it farted. Oh boy. I hope so. That's my favorite fart, and now, like, why are you trying to ruin this for me? <laughs> Talking about this while I'm trying to drink my Diet Coke here. <laughs> it's not great on the stomach. That's uh, not doing well in the first place. <laughs> uh, but Pepsi, so uh, this this blood, or- it's blood orange, right? Yeah, I mean, it's... it's I think I got a little up. extra blood in mine. <laughs> yes, so, you know, blood has, like, a really rich ironing taste, right? <laughs> And so that helps to kind of like nuance and mellow out a little bit of that like hot mace that's going on there. 
Call me a weird I, Twitter guy because I think I just got irony poisoned. <laughs> That's not a bad tagline. Blood orange diet coke. Taste the irony. We we don't really want to like advertise the ind- industry secret that blood orange is just like an orange with blood in it. So far, everybody <laughs> thinks that it's the specific type of orange. Mm. It's just not. Why it do was, they call a, that one in a blood orange anyway? Is it like redder uh, or something? Yeah, it was, it was. It was. It was a marketing accident, or it was a factory accident that then marketing saved. Wait, so a somebody factory, was. They they make oranges in a factory. No, no, yeah, no. Orange I'm, I'm talking about they the had oranges. <laughs> No, I was talking about where the blood comes in. Oh, okay. So it was just, they were processing the oranges. And a guy and, fell in, huh? Yeah. And so then they were like, we can't waste all these oranges. And uh, one of the marketing guys was like, hold on, boys. I got an idea. And then you had blood orange. That's cool. Yeah. I got to tour a blood orange factory when I was back with Miami. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a sponsorship, in fact. And they were like, blood oranges. And I would throw an orange through someone's body. <laughs> What's I mean, your... that's not that's not how they get the blood in the oranges. I'm pretty sure about that. But they, you know, they wanted to make it seem like violent and cool. Oh, all, sure. All time, Dan. All time. What's your favorite factory you ever been to, dude? Let's see. Probably. A, oh, now I want to say the the baby factory. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm with you there, brother. It was all these nice nurses mm-hmm. and like tons of medicine. Nobody's really paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of cute babies everywhere. You can pick them up. You can poke their soft spot. Hell yeah! Us dudes, we just love babies, right? It's like okay, a lot of women say, "Oh, men, men, men." They're only thinking about one thing: sex. But the thing is, it's just for the babies, ladies. I want a freaking baby. <laughs> yeah, well, that's all I'm thinking about is like nine months from now, <laughs> sweet, sweet baby. <laughs> yep, that's right. What do you think, Betsy? You have any babies out there that you know um, of? <laughs> I see. You guys, you, you talked about ladies. Uh huh. What are those? They, you know. Oh, it's cool, dude. You can be you be you, dude. Whatever you whatever you like, it's cool. No, it's 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 not a preference issue. I I don't I don't know. Remember, I've met six people total in the past twenty to thirty years of being being locked inside the Diet Coke factory. I've I don't I don't know what I don't I don't know what other people are. I know like Tim and Greg and Steven. Well, remember um, how then, remember how your parents are like uh, your guardians or whatever. Just think about your mom, but like sexy, dude. <laughs> oh yeah! All right, <laughs> I am into it. Okay, cool. What's this next topic? <laughs> next one is fantastic. It's twisted mango. Remember, it's like mango, Ooh. but just a little naughty. Oh man, I'm looking at this mango. It's got damaged uh, tattooed on its forehead. Wow. Yeah. Right. We're talking, we only take the most messed up mangoes. <laughs> it's got love tattooed on one hand <laughs> and then hat tattooed on the other. It was supposed to be hate, but like, man, I, it's small and 
it's hard to ta- have you ever tried to tattoo a mango it's not easy I, yeah i gotta be honest i have not <laughs> yeah and like sometimes like mangoes that grow up on the street they don't they don't they don't smell so good hmm. hey Bebsy. yes sir i've also never tried to tattoo a mango i just wanted to get out on that question <laughs> that, uh, that's right uh what 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 fruit have you tried to tattoo <laughs> to be honest you know what I've never tried to tattoo anything in my whole life. Ooh, it's hard to it's hard to look back on your life, you know, and think I've never tried to tattoo anything. What have I been doing with my life, right? You're not done yet though. There's still time for you. Yeah, that's true. I mean, on my knuckles I do have Diet Coke uh <laughs> tattooed. It wasn't by choice, but I like it. On my knuckles I have tattooed pod and cast on my right hand, um, I did lose my ring finger. That's sad. I have the word uh, uh, tattoo tattooed onto my uh, <laughs> onto my finger. Remember that band Tattoo, right? Were they lesbians or what was the deal with that band? Was oh, it, I don't know. Was it ladies? Yeah, it was. They did the song like it was like. All the things you said, all the things you did, running through my head, running through my head, all the things we did. I don't remember think I've that heard song? that before. No, but I like it. Yeah, could you sing more of it? <laughs> <laughs> this is not allowed. Oh, oh. I think that was the entire song. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm going to drink some of this. Uh, <laughs> which one are we on? Twisted uh, Mango? Uh, twisted, yeah, Twisted Mango. So on the nose, it's going to be very juicy, very oh. fruity, very candy-like. And as you drink it, you're going to notice... We, we, this is the twisted part, all right? Yeah, it's so, freaking like, twisted, dude. There's still some cocaine because it's Diet <laughs> Coke and you have to have some cocaine in it. Mm-hmm. But we added in a little something special. What? Spanish fly. <laughs> I would have thought that one in the feisty cherry or whatever. Well, that one had just, that's straight Viagra. Mm <laughs> Okay, that makes sense. A yeah. lot of things that are happening here in the podcasting studio right now that that makes that adds up. Yeah it it takes a few minutes to go. You should be really ready to go by the time we finish. <laughs> and if it keeps up, please go see a doctor. Dan, you ever get injured while you're playing football? Just my head uh, <laughs> and my body. Did you see that movie Concussion or whatever where Will Smith was a South African guy? Oh yeah, I like that. I'd like to see a South African guy. <laughs> That's the thing I liked about it too, was the accent, right? Yeah, it's like halfway between like Australian and uh, I don't know what else. It's it sounds it's weird. It's like is it English and Dutch? I don't know. I I, I could watch it all day. Now, Pepsi. If I have to take a break to go puke up your Diet Cokes, will you be uh, will you be offended or will that be okay? Uh, I'm sorry, the the line cut out. I didn't hear what you said. Oh, I said, well, if I have to take a break to go puke up your Diet Cokes, will you be offended or is that okay? I won't be offended, but I cannot recommend it. I told you, these are designed to go in one way and out one way. If you mess up that order at all, we are <laughs> not legally responsible for what happens to your body. Okay, I burped a little. It seems okay now. Oh, good. Okay. 
<laughs> hey, you guys, you know what we should do? We should talk about this podcast we listen to, right? Oh, yeah. friends mark in houston for no particular reason uh if you want to follow them on twitter houston is at houston sheeran and mark is at spunky funerism i want to thank you for listening and uh that's all i gotta say this week i hope you enjoy the rest of this insane episode yes i really did drink all this wine uh yes i did puke afterwards uh talk to you next week bye can you put a? Can you make a red? Can you put an ice cube in a red one? You would never do that. I wouldn't do it, but I've, I bet a lot of people, people do it. I'm on an all beans diet. Do, yes. Would this work? With Is that, that the sounds I was hearing? Are they cold beans or hot beans? If they're hot beans, a white will work perfect. Luke, lukewarm. A lukewarm, lukewarm beans. Beans. Okay, so. That before now, one of the things I want Scott and I to do because we we don't know very much about wine mm-hmm. is we want to guess what's in the wine. You could probably taste it and tell us exactly what's in there. So we've been poured uh, glasses. Now yes. Ben is holding it. Uh, okay, let's talk about how I'm holding it. He's incorrect. not yes. holding it by the stem, you know, which, is not... heating, which is heating up <laughs> Mark, the glass. Mark, pick up your glass. I want to see how a pro holds it. Is this how you do it for real? Yeah. But what like happens when... Okay, so Mark just held it by I the stem. I do it like that. I do it like this. Mm-hmm. But I so the reason why I'm holding it on the actual glass part is because I'm warming the wine, which is probably not good. Correct? Yeah, I mean, that's that's all that, that there is to that But piece. sometimes this part, the stem, is so thin that I'm afraid yeah. I'm going to break it. Why don't they You're going to, like, swirl it and the yes, bulb's going to exactly. fl- fly Why don't they off? make, like, wine glasses with thick stems? Okay. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe this. He's making it hover. Right now, Scott is making it levitate. It's off his hand. It's somehow <laughs> flying in the air. I cannot believe this. Oh, my. And it's going back to his hand, and he just caught it. Oh, there we go. have wow. you ever seen I that in not. your entire Incredible. life? Remember how, like, uh, Scott Alkerman was on there and Ben Schwartz and stuff? There was a third guy, but I did not write down his name. His name was uh, Matt? Mike? Mark? Mark. Yeah, it must have been Mark. I think it was. It was something like that. So Dan Marino and uh, Bepsi Brockhampton and I listened to The Wind Down, episode one, featuring Ben Schwartz. And Scott Ackerman. And this is a podcast where Ben Schwartz is uh, being paid by a winery to do a podcast. And he talks about wine. And he says that his favorite wine happens to be the wine that comes from the winery that's paying for the podcast. It's a, a weird it's a weird show where um, anytime they talk about anything, they have to uh, bleep out any specific names and stuff. I don't understand why that is necessary at all. But that's what they, they do. I think they bleeped a reference to Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Tolkien estate is very litigious, so it, it, it doesn't make sense. Uh, there might be a Lord of the Rings branded wine, and maybe there is some sort of competitive interest there. I don't know. It, hmm. seemed, it seemed like a stretch.
they they started to talk about uh, Huckleberry Finn, but they kept bleeping everything about it. Even though that's public public domain, you can talk about that, guys. Um, how how yeah, do they, you? Oh, please go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say they uh, they started. They mentioned uh, about how they talk about wine in the Bible, and they bleeped it all out. <laughs> yes. God is also very litigious. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, you, you just got to be careful what you say about them. I feel like they're just they're trying not to uh, inadvertently promote competing products. Oh, interesting. They were reading the verse with the Ten Commandments, and he said, "Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife or thy neighbor's bleep." And I think it was just a swearing thing. Uh, okay, yeah, that could be too. Although uh, they did curse on the podcast, so I don't know. <laughs> and they said it's for people age over 21, so I don't mm-hmm. see what they're worried about that for. Yeah. I wonder what would happen if a kid tried to listen to this podcast. Uh, they'd learn about wine prematurely. True. Well, I think they would become an alcoholic. <sighs> oh, your lips to God's ears, brother. Um, how do you... <laughs> I don't know what that means. How do you pronounce wine? How do you pronounce wine? There was a little bit of discussion about this. All my questions are going to be based on wine, by the way. Um, How do you pronounce diet coke? Yeah. So, um, great question. So, uh, wine, I don't know. But soda is how you originally say the word Soda. And then Coke is, as it said by the masses, is really cock. One thing I know or remember from my terrible traumatic childhood on the winery is that a, a wine enthusiast, I don't know how to pronounce it, but is spelled uh, O-E-N-O-P-H-I-L-E, I think, is it weenophile or anophile? Enophile. Mm-hmm. That's the person who loves and is knowledgeable about wine. Yeah. So maybe if it's enophile, maybe wine is actually supposed to be pronounced en. Sounds right to me. You're the expert. Yeah. Until I get those last five concussions, I think I'm in pretty good shape to be (laughs) making decisions on, you know, behalf of other people and teaching people things. You should be wearing a football helmet just in your regular everyday life now. Oh, no, 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 no. That is such a temptation to crash into things. <laughs> That's why football players are so much worse off than rugby players, because when you have a helmet on, what do you want to do? Crash your head into stuff. It is human <laughs> psychology. Let me let me see if I can read this words that I have. What does it mean to make wine? Why did I write that down? <laughs> what does it mean to make wine? What the fuck? <laughs> What was that? How does I assume in the context of the episode that makes sense? I will say, having having listened to the episode, it's not terribly clear how wine is made. Um, having not having not experienced wine, so so now the shoes on the other foot. In a way, you guys, you know, were failed to adhere to the podcast and were drinking diet coke. But for me, I've I've never had wine. Hmm. Um, well, so, I haven't had it, but I can tell you how it's made. You take some disillusioned kid who just wants to go run and play with his friends, mm. and you throw him in a big 
box of grapes and you have them jump around. That's the part I, I mean, that's where my knowledge ends, but I know that's a big sure. part of it. I would, that's all they covered in the podcast is that's how wine is made is, you know, uh, children against their will are thrown into a, into a large tub and they step on grapes until wine happens. I think their cultural touchstone for it was the I Love Lucy episode where she stomps on grapes. Oh, I was thinking of the one with the chocolate factory and the conveyor belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The conveyor belt is bringing the grapes by and they're they're coming too fast. She can't stop them all. (laughs) That's how the episode goes. And then she falls in the machine and she gets blood oranged into the freaking wine, dude. Oh, God. Then this is what sounds like Ricky's a Reese, like, like a... Ricky's like Lucy. Oh man, I bet he like, was pissed. Oh, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> you got some slating to do. I totally remember that episode. Oh man, no. I wonder if kids these days even watch I Love Lucy. I think they're too busy looking at their phones. Freaking iPhones, iPads. I don't know what to call them. <sighs> what do you think? Who do you <laughs> who do you think starred in Cheers is the question I've written down. I believe <laughs> because the answer to this question was bleeped out of the podcast. <laughs> like Ted Danson is going to be so pissed that he's mentioned on this wine commercial podcast. He's going to sue the pants off them. They're never going to be able to make wine again. I think they just don't want to throw any inadvertent support to uh, Ted Danson. <laughs> yeah, they hate the good place. Yeah, no, kids are going to listen to this. 21-year-old kids are going to listen to this and spend their money supporting <laughs> Ted Danson instead of buying wine. Yeah. I mean, he's a danger that must be stopped. Like, I- I'm glad somebody <laughs> finally took a took a stand against Ted Danson. Would you guys say someone else was the star of Cheers, or do we think that was pretty much his vehicle? Uh wasn't i guess he must have been the star because that was before ladies could be stars and (laughs) lots of people became stars of other shows out of that one Mm -hmm. but woody harrelson i mean he he wasn't the star on it no um, nor what the real star is the star that people don't talk about it was like it was like its own character and mm-hmm. that is the city of Boston. Oh, I thought, you were Diet- character. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Diet Coke. <laughs> uh, look, we, we, that was we, mostly we tried, commercial breaks. We tried to make Cheers a soda fountain, okay? And they passed on it, and that's their loss. It would have been remembered as a great show if they had just listened to us. Hey, man, they're still making Diet Coke. They're not still making Cheers. <laughs> Amen, brother. Hey guys, I'll tell you what, I'm not going to go puke, I'm just going to go pee, I'll be right back. Just give me two minutes. How do we know if he actually is just going to pee? Yeah, actually this is what I was thinking, I was like, I don't know if this is a this is a bit or not, but I'm assuming he's gone now. <laughs> Guess who's back? Alright. Back again. Greggy's back. Tell a friend. Dan, what is your most successful wine experiment? I threw two bottles of wine to see if I could throw a white wine further than a red wine. 
<laughs> based on the kinds of grapes that were inside. What was your hypothesis? Uh, my hypothesis is I could probably throw a white wine grape farther than a red wine grape. And so I bet I could throw a bottle of white wine farther than a bottle of red wine. And then were you correct? Oh, I don't know how far they went. I lost sight of them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're so strong. You throw things so hard. It's like you can't be expected to tell where they land. No, I should have planned it out and had like spotters or something Mm -hmm. or like a little radio beacon. I hope you didn't hurt anybody with those bottles of wine. Yeah, who knows? I hope so, too. Remember that Malaysian flight that went down and nobody could find it for a while? You don't think that wasn't like at that time, was it? Well, I mean, no, but they could have stayed up in the air for a while. (laughs) Who knows? Yeah. By that point, though, I don't think that they would have as much enough speed to go through an airplane. True. Pepsi. I'll, I'll tailor this question to you. How about what is your most successful diet Coke experiment? Um, that's a good question. So remember how you asked earlier if it's true that diet Coke can dissolve a tooth? Uh-huh. Turns out diet Coke can dissolve a whole body. Oh boy. How did you find that out? Um, you kill a dude? I don't. Who are you killing, like, bro? I don't like the way you phrase that. <laughs> um, but let's just say that in order to get both the blood orange flavor exactly right and to get promotions when people just won't retire, sometimes <sighs> you got to do what is necessary. And thankfully, to the great, great taste of Diet Coke. <laughs> can not only have a refreshing beverage after the deed is done, but you can also destroy the evidence. <laughs> yeah, that was a uh, that was a rabbit hole I didn't run down a little earlier. <laughs> so all your bosses have died, huh? Has um, there been any like mysterious circumstances surrounding any of those? N- nope. No, there's been no questions. They just, they were there one day, then they weren't. People were not able to find them. So, mm. no, there was no mystery at all. Whatever. I think I know what's going on here. You probably threw a bottle of Diet Coke through them. <laughs> we, <laughs> I, can only. Read between, I can read between the lines here. <laughs> now, Dan, I, I appreciate that you've you've been re- refining your skill of throwing things through people for a long time. <laughs> not Not all of us have those skills. Sometimes we just throw things at people and then they fall into the vats of Diet Coke and then problem solved. I've never thrown something through someone. I just think about it a lot. <laughs> and I could do it. Dan, are you sure? I mean, I don't know. I've also thrown a lot of stuff over the horizon. So... It's quite possible that I have thrown something through someone, and I just never knew about it. Pepsi, I got a question for you. Oh, sure. If Santa Claus were to drink a Diet Coke, what kind of Diet Coke would he drink? He would drink our exciting new line that's coming out just in time for Christmas. Mm -hmm. We thought, what do people love 
the most at Christmas time. Christmas oh. trees. No, Christmas trees. Oh. So like using, using snow from the North Pole, we, mm-hmm. it's, actually, it's actually a dry hop. It's a dry hopped Diet Coke that has those piney elements of an IPA along with cocaine, along with snow. And therefore, it really gets you going and really makes you in the Christmas spirit. That sounds dumb. You should just give him the ginger one because like a ginger snap. He likes cookies. Yeah, and snow doesn't taste like anything. Well, that's 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 where the hops come in. But fine, we'll scrap it. We'll do the ginger <laughs> one. We'll do it your way. What kind of um, football would Santa Claus like? <laughs> Dan, what kind I'm of thinking, football would Santa Claus like? I think he would want to. Probably a synthetic NCAA. <laughs> it's a little easier to grip. Uh, doesn't the stripes don't go all the way around the ball, which looks a little weird. But once it's you know, if you throw a nice spiral, it looks like it's going all the way around the ball. You can't tell. <clears throat> uh, and I feel like Santa's hands aren't that huge, so he'd probably want. I feel like he'd want a college football. <laughs> uh, let's see. Do I have any other good questions on here? Oh, here's a good one. Um, Pepsi, is there anything you'd like to say before we wrap up? Um, Diet Coke, please, go drink it. Yeah, please drink Diet Coke. Please love it. Please, please buy lots of it. Because if if you buy enough of it, then I get I get to be Coke now. <laughs> Pepsi, what do you think about Pepsi Max? That's my favorite soda. Please wash those damn words out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll drink a. I got a little more Diet Coke to drink. <laughs> there is there is only one Pepsi product that you're even a, really allowed to talk about, and that's Pepsi Clear, which was a true innovation and a true game changer <laughs> that died before its time, and the rest of it's just shit. Have you tried to make any of your Diet Cokes clear? Or? We have the the zesty one just has way too much blood in it. Um, <laughs> Ginger lime, we got pretty close, but it just—it was just cloudy. And if you pour that in a glass, it's just really off-putting. I think, I think the problem with Diet Coke, uh, and this is where Pepsi doesn't have this problem, is just the huge volumes of cocaine in it. It really just clouds up. It doesn't dissolve purely, so you just get some sediment in it, and it's so. I, I think it, I don't think you'll ever ever see a clear Coke unless you know the world runs out of cocaine. Maybe you could go the other way and do a like a totally like India ink black Coke mm. where you just pour it out and it looks like motor oil. You've had Coke, right? <laughs> I mean, I've seen it. Do okay. you remember like uh, I'd say like 10 years ago or so? Well, no, I'd say more like uh, maybe even like 20 years ago, 15, 18. I would say 18 years ago. <laughs> Coke put out a thing called Coke Black. It was B-L-A-K. And it was like coffee-flavored Coke. Do you remember that, Pepsi? I do. Um, I that don't. Was... That can't be real. It's real. <laughs> Google it, Dan. Google it. Uh, I want to Google it. Okay, do it, bitch. <laughs> well, Thank you, you know, for it's... babysitting me. By the way, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for putting up with whatever this has become. 
Oh boy, smelling the last little bit of this Diet Coke I have, I do not want to drink this. You do not have to. <laughs> I do. Did you, That's the experiment. Is, is is the bottle gone? The bottle is gone. The cup still has. Oh jeez, the cup has <laughs> something. <laughs> I haven't gotten to it yet, but when I bring it up to my mouth, I smell it. And I go, no, don't do it. Whatever you do, don't do it. I've, I have I had that thought so many times as I was working on these flavors of Diet Coke. And you just got to push through it. Just don't think about the blood. Don't think about the mace. Just go for it. Mm, I would say don't do it. But... <laughs> Well, do you do you remember when they did uh, vanilla di- vanilla Coke? Did they ever do I, vanilla yeah, Diet Coke? That. Did they ever do vanilla Diet Coke? Um, yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was not that that went around me. Um, How about a chocolate? So I was not Coke? actually a part of that. Is that allowed? Yeah. Sorry, is what? A chocolate Coke? Is that allowed? Uh, we tried that, the chocolate coconut. And, and again, it just... Oh, it, yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, it tasted like swamp. And so, you know, uh, they wouldn't let us take it to market. We all know podcasts are the best, so let's rate this show from 1 to 10. But don't go too low when you rate, my friend, because then one before wouldn't make much sense. It's ready. So on Podcasts are Wonderful, when we get done with questions, it's time for ratings. And we rate podcasts on 1 to 10 scale, where 1 is worse and 10 is the best. However, podcasts are so good. If you rated a podcast lower than an 8, 8 is the number. 8, 9, or 10, that's what we like. Um, Lower than an 8, that would be like uh, if you were to say you were drinking Diet Coke, but then in actuality you were drinking... Really shitty red wine for some reason. It's twelve percent alcohol by volume, and there's one point five liters of it. Why did you do this? You don't even you drink once a month, dude. What the fuck is wrong with your brain? Right? If you were to do something like that, it would be so stupid, and you would be an idiot. So we rate podcasts on one to ten scale, where one is worse than ten is best. However, we stick to the eights, nines, and tens. And Mr. Dr. Professor Bepsi Brockhampton from MIT, he's the guy that makes all the Cokes, the Diet Cokes, that is. He wants them to be the regular Cokes, but it's actually diet currently, zero calories. Professor Brockhampton, what would you give the wind down episode one with uh, Ben Schwartz, Scott Ackerman, and some third guy who, who gives a shit? Uh, it was, it, it reminded me of just like a really, really kind of mature, uh, solo bolo episode. Uh, uh and so I'm going to have to say it's a, it's a solid nine. If you love solo bolos like I do, uh, it's a 10. <laughs> I did it guys. The whole thing uh, is gone. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to be party to this. <laughs> The experiment is complete. Mark, I mean, um, Mr. Ban Dan Marino. 
Yes. What would you give this podcast that we listen to? Um, I hating wine and hating everything about <laughs> wineries. I was not expecting to enjoy it. Um, I also accidentally listened to episode nine instead of episode <laughs> one. Um, so I actually am going to give it a nine. Um, I was impressed. I thought that they did a good mix of asking legitimate, interesting questions that someone who doesn't know a lot about wine might want to know. Um, and I thought they did a good job of incorporating the wine expert uh, in a way that didn't force him to try to be too funny, <laughs> but set him up to kind of look good and whatever. Um, yeah. I would even consider going back and maybe listening to another episode. So that's a solid, strong nine for me. It was funny when they tried to set him up for like improv bits or whatever. <laughs> and he he would let us sit for a few seconds and then, um, you know, no butt them or whatever. But. Well, the guy in episode nine did a lot better, I think, than the guy in episode <laughs> one. <laughs> Those are both good scores. I don't remember what Pepsi said, but um, <laughs> if I were to give this podcast a score, I think I would also give it a nine. I think it is it is worth listening to. Um, it it's a weird it's a weird product because it is very obviously a you know a branded content, so to speak, but. Um, but Ben's a funny guy. Scott's a funny guy. You, I mean, if you make them do a podcast together, they're going to do a funny podcast. Right. When I think that the general knowledge aspect of it, even though it was, you know, explicitly to shill this one winery, like the basic questions about what makes a wine a certain way or how do you, t you know, like I think those questions were still being answered in a straightforward way. Mm -hmm. there's, so I, there's I, some, some merit to that. Yeah, I, I think, and I could be wrong, um, I think one interesting point that they could have uh, talked about at any point in, in the podcast... That, it's going to be a Diet Coke thing. No, actually, this is... Uh, so, so, so Diet Coke, you know, the secret ingredient to Diet Coke uh, is yeast. Uh, oh, really? Or sorry, not yeast, is uh, cocaine. Um, mm. but, but with <laughs> wine, in order to get it from grapes that have been stepped on to wine... There's a very important thing in there, which is called yeast, that could have been talked about at any point in that 38 minutes in terms of where the wine comes from, in terms of flavor, in terms of variety. It's not just the grapes, so on and so forth. So that could have been interesting to learn that that's a fundamental component of wine, but I understand that they didn't have time to, to get to that. Maybe they're going to do a spinoff podcast called The Yeast Inspection. <laughs> that's pretty cool that's a cool idea I like that no, I mean I, I would listen to that yeah talk to some mycologists and yeast guys that would actually be really awesome <laughs> Dan who's your favorite yeast guy <laughs> who's number one on your Mount Yeast more uh well, I've There's gone so through a many. couple different yeast guys. Pick, yeah. right? I've gone through a couple of yeast guys, um, <laughs> and I like the guy I've got now, but I mean, the first guy, like, you know, when I first started making some money and was able to hire a dedicated yeast guy, uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, Dr. Mario? 
Uh, he was my first East guy when I was first <laughs> yeah. coming into the league, and he was awesome, and I learned so much from him. So he's got to be my favorite. No offense to my current guy. We should end this while I still can. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm being very, this is very literally, this one. <laughs> literally the drunkest I've ever been in my life. Uh, well, drink some water. <laughs> yeah, drink some water, take a couple of Advil. Oh boy! Thank you so much for being on the show, Doctor Pepsi Brock Pippen and Mister Dan Maribo. I would love it if you came back to the sport of football and you won the Super Bowl. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe next year. Um, I got to stay under those those last five concussions, though. I've, it's going to be a, a tightrope uh, act there. Yeah, you're like uh, on Zelda when Link has like one half heart left. Exactly. That's exactly what it's like. Uh, so that is the podcast, and I'll talk to you guys <laughs> later on Podcasts are Wonderful. The end. Yeah.